Welcome to TalkErie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. We begin our conversation with Ben Spiegan and Angela Beaumont of the Jefferson Educational Society. Welcome, folks. Hey, thanks for Hi, having us, Joel. Joel. All righty, Angela, we have we have not had you on the air yet, so uh, uh, welcome. We, we are a family show, so we like to get origin stories. Tell us a little bit about your journey to Erie. Well, thank you for uh, having me here today. I'm excited. Um, you probably hear my accent a little bit come yeah. through. <laughs> yeah. um, I've lived in, in the United States for, yeah, exactly 10 years, a little over 10 years. Um, married to an American, and uh, we moved me with my family from Europe to back to the United States. Um, what is the, what's your homeland? My homeland is Germany. Okay. Uh, I grew up in the, in the south, um, the Black Forest, um, lived in several places, and uh, always loved America, had a big... Uh, a uh, great experience in college and that kind of like uh, so you were let me go. And you were a student, uh, an American student I, back in the I day. I was huh? a student in '87 in uh, Virginia, mm. and then went back to my German college, graduated, and had um, you know through my professional career always had something to do with um, uh, English-speaking countries, with America or with England. So. I love that. So, and I said, well, sure, I'd love to go back to America, and that's what we did. And uh, I landed up in Erie because of the colleges. Uh, my okay. husband w- works for one of them here. And um, so for me, it meant a career start again in a new country, and uh, uh, finally landed with the Jefferson, and it's a great place for me to work. You're part of the brain gain. <laughs> Right. That's a good we're, way we're of imp- saying it. We're importing talent to Erie. People. Importing talent to Erie. Love it. So, so uh, I okay. I just have to do the ugly American question here because you know America, as, as far as what culture, pop culture, and things like that, we think the 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 into- entire universe centers around us. Is that the case in Europe? I mean, did you know you know Happy Days and all of our TV shows? You know, Friends. Uh, or is it, or did you have your own favorite, you know, German soap operas or what have you? They've come around on German TV. It's a very different way of, um, you know, broadcasting. A lot of it is actually uh, state run or government run. Oh, sure. Yeah. um, And they shop around, they buy American productions and bring them to Europe. Um, But the funny thing is most of the time they are synchronized. So you go back to Germany and you, you know, Watch Baywatch, for instance. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and they all speak German. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, so coming to America, I, I you know, for watched my old shows and was like, oh my God, I had no idea that that was the voice. It's so not real. <laughs> <laughs> That's tremendous. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's appropriate that we're talking about uh, kind of this international f- focus because it is the global summit and literally people from around the world come to Erie for this three-week uh, uh, festival, if you will, of learning and, 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 and knowledge. And 
This is the 11th year, Ben. Yeah, it's hard to believe that it's uh, it's already been uh, 11 years. Uh, the 10 under the belt that we've done, and it's really remarkable to see what the team at the Jefferson has been able to do, especially under the leadership of, of our president, Dr. Ferky Ferrati, uh, who was there from the beginning with the very first one. And so Global Summit 1 actually began as a two-and-a-half-day conference, and uh, they had five events uh, over the span of two-and-a-half days. And really the idea was... How can we have something like the Aspen Ideas Festival happen in Erie, Pennsylvania? How can we have something that is rather regular fare for Washington, D.C. happen in Erie, Pennsylvania? And uh, the very first uh, big name, you know, quote unquote, that people would have recognized was E.J. Dion from uh, yeah. from NPR and uh, The Washington Post. Uh, that was the person that they were able to bring in for Global Summit One. And really, we've been able to see it grow from there. Um, Just the past two years now, it's become a three-week-long event where we've got uh, 12 different events spanned over um, uh, late October into uh, middle of uh, November. And it's really rewarding to see that. And the attendance has grown each year. Uh, Last year, we had nearly 7,000 people uh, attending the Global Summit. And and we expect that uh, the way that we're seeing ticket registrations uh, going right now, we expect to exceed that. Okay, yeah, I did want to ask you uh, right off the bat, what are, is has anything sold out just yet? So it's not sold out yet. Okay, um, but what some, is the hot ticket? Well, so the really hot ticket, and we're fortunate to be in a, in a great space that is accommodating. So I, I think the hottest ticket right now is George Will. And is and the, that right? And the reason that I say that is that uh, it's a name that Erie is is quite familiar with, uh, thanks to the Erie Times News. Uh, they syndicate his columns uh, for the Washington Post, and so uh, folks in Erie are familiar with him. And two. He, he's off the heels of, uh, of a, a critically acclaimed and, and now best-selling book, uh, Conservative Sensibility. Mm. And so that's drawn him a lot of attention recently. And so uh, when I say we're fortunate, um, we're fortunate to have a great sponsor in Gannon University, who is also a host site for us. And so that's going to be in the Hammer Mill Center. So fortunately, we can pack the room. We had Doris Carnes Goodwin and Chris Matthews at the Hammer Mill Center last year. And uh, those were really accommodating for that. Other events, um, smaller venues, so I would encourage people to get tickets. Um, What's really interesting this year, Joel, that I think is really the first time we've seen it, is the events are neck and neck in terms wow. of registration. Now, yeah. Will's, Will's a few you know a few hundred out in front of everybody mm-hmm. else, but all of the other ones are creeping up at the same pace. And you know they've, they've leveled out the closer the summit gets uh, in, in, in terms of our scheduling. But this year they're moving up at the same pace, and so I think that you know once you've been able to do something long enough and and, and shown an audience, the Erie audience and, and and beyond, because we are attracting people from outside of Erie to the summit. Um, you know once you show them the proofs in the pudding and that you know we can top that each year and that we're going to continue to bring in uh, the best and brightest and, and people to talk about things of now and things that are globally important. Uh, folks are registering earlier for events and yeah. uh, more consistently for events. We like that people are plugging in for three weeks. You know, yeah, something. that's amazing. I know. I the stamina of Erie for 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 its ability to pl- you know really plug in and learn is is just fantastic. I want to ask you all. Um, you know, right from the top, you know, what is the best route to go? Uh, you know, as far as as purchasing tickets to the to the global summit. Again, you could you could still buy a an entire uh, you know entire seminar uh, like a, a season pass, if you will. Talk about that, Angela. Yeah, so we do have um, uh, offers for you know everybody uh, the. 
do you want to go one time? Do you want to um, go to all of the global summits? So basically, um, the adult ticket um, is available online, or you call the Jefferson um, at 814-459-8000. Um, our online um, website address is www.jeserie.org. Um, you see all the programs, the rates. It's really easy, convenient to uh, pay online. The adult ticket to a regular Global Summit lecture is um, right now at the early bird price is $25. Um, the early bird uh, special rates um, are still good throughout this week. So we encourage everybody to use it, um, take advantage of that. Um, then we have VIP tickets um, for $50 per event um, and we um, guarantee you preferred seating. The adult pass is also very, very popular at right now with the early bird price at $150, which gives you access to all 12 of the events of the Global Summit. I think so you're really, really if, you, if you go with the adult pass, it's like getting it, getting each ticket for half price. Yeah, it's it's Pretty half much, off. Yep. Yeah, I mean, at it, it, twenty five bucks uh, a pop for the uh, early bird prices, uh, which, like Angela mentioned, um, those are good until uh, Friday, October eighteenth. They're good mm -hmm. through then. Mm -hmm. It's half off if you buy the whole pass, and we're actually seeing more and more people get the whole pass because now they want to come to the whole thing. So well, it's a great opportunity. Well, yeah, because if you go to just even seven out of this out of the twelve, even if you have to miss five of them, you're still getting a better deal. Uh, by That's going right. going to all of them. Wow. Uh, and then uh, what does the VIP pass get you, which is $300 right now? Sure. So with the VIP, um, that gets you preferred seating. Uh, the rest of the seating is general admission, so mm -hmm. it's a first-come, first-served basis. And we do see people uh, showing up really early for events because they want to get as close as they can. But the VIP tickets do guarantee you that. You're going to have a front-row experience to uh, any of the events that you want to attend. Uh, so we do offer that option for those who, who want the priority registration. Uh, but otherwise, um, you know, the general admission, um, like I said, we're seeing people show up earlier and earlier so they can get as close as they want or they can get their preferred seat. I'm, I'm a back of the classroom learner myself. Yeah. So I always want to sit in the back. So even if I show up early, that's where I'm sitting. But one of the other ways that uh, people can get tickets too um, that we like to mention is, and I often joke and, and uh, you know, hopefully others find it as funny as I do, that we're on a sort of NPR model where, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have to be a member to listen. You can still tune into your NPR station without uh, subscribing to your local station uh, and supporting them which I'd encourage you to do uh, and, and support all local radio like this fantastic show right here. Uh, and Joel Thank did you. not slip me $20 to say that <laughs> on air. Um, but you don't have to be a member, but we encourage we encourage people to take advantage of what the Jefferson has to offer through membership, and you can get discounted uh, rates on Global Summit tickets by doing that. And memberships start as low as $25, wow. and, and so you can be a member of the Jefferson for just $25. Um, and then it goes up from there depending on what you want to attend and how much. And so Global Summit tickets are included in that. For certain levels, Global Summit passes, but that's also tickets to our year-round programming that we do, mm -hmm. as well as uh, direct mailings for our publications. You know, If you want to receive it in your mailbox and don't want to pick up a copy from us, we can mail that to you as part of your membership. So It's, it's almost like you know getting that easy pass. You go through the fast lane. You know, If you were to get a membership that covered everything, boy, it See, just makes I, it a lot easier. I'm going to have to work that in my repertoire, Jill. <laughs> I, I like that one. Yeah. Instead of going through the toll booth, just zoom right through. And they'll start <laughs> recognizing. Actually, they recognize me already when I go to this to the Jefferson, which is really nice. Somebody says, hello. You know, uh, we're talking to about the Global Summit 11.
talking about the Global Summit 11 here, uh, which is coming up. I, I mean, I know you guys work so hard leading up to this, and we're talking to Ben Spiegel and Angela Beaumont. You work so hard for this, but it's also, you know, it's like it's like getting ready for a rock concert. There's a lot of excitement, isn't there? It's like getting ready for a rock concert every night of the week for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it uh, is a bit of a marathon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's one of those. Uh, it goes by so fast, uh, at least for me, it goes by so fast that I, I you know, so I, I carry a notepad around with me all the time. But I, I try to get a fresh one just for the Global Summit so I can make mental notes of what's happening because I know I'm going to forget it because you go to bed one night after the event's done and you're already in motion for the next event. You know, somebody's either about to board a plane or is boarding a plane or you're lining other things up or, you know, things happen last minute, um, you know, that you always, you, you, you try to prepare for as much as you can, but yeah. you can't always anticipate. Um, so it can be grueling and exhausting, but in the same sense, at least for me, it's invigorating. I, I love the energy that comes around the Global Summit. I feel like it really perks Erie up. It perks our team up, and, and we have a, a ton of fun doing it. So, do you think that there's a theme? Is there is there some kind of narrative that's going to be emblematic of uh, Global Summit 11? You think a theme? I would think that we always try to address as many um, current topics and issues that are um, have a meaning uh, nationally or globally. Um, Past global summits always included um, medical science, any breakthrough um, invention or breakthrough through treatment. Um, uh, in politics, of course, what's going on, you know, next year will have an impact on our global summit, no um, definitely. Uh, but also the, the classics. Uh, we love history. The Jefferson loves history, um, local history, but local history has a connection to national history. So we bring in these speakers who um, really have dedicated their career to um, study specific presidents or uh, um happenings and incidents in history, World War II history, mm -hmm. um, just to bring them into our uh, neck of the woods and make it meaningful to um, the audience in Erie. I noticed that this year, I mean, in years past, and, and again, when I've gone to the summit, uh, you know, I've I focused on things like, you know, the Metropolitan Revolution with Bruce Katz or something like that. I noticed this year it is much more of a kind of a national, international approach. Not that Erie is not a, a global citizen. We are a, as a community, but uh, there's some major... Either macroeconomic or uh, uh, what's that geopolitical things going on in our in our world that eerie folks need to know more about, right? Right, and, and, and a couple of different examples of that, Joel, and I think Angela hit it hit it right on the head there um, with trying to take uh, issues in Erie and explore them on a global level, and um, you know, I think right off the bat, the first three events that happened in the Global Summit touch on that, and so the first night we have Camille Bousset coming in. Uh, she's a senior fellow at the Brookings Institution, and uh, she is the director of the Race uh, and Inclusion and um, Prosperity Initiative and uh, she has uh, a foot in governance studies at Brookings and a foot mm -hmm. in the Metropolitan Policy Program at Brookings, which was founded by Bruce Katz. Sure. And um, you know, we've been having uh, we've been having great conversation and dialogue here about a tough conversation area, which is race and the idea of belonging and what that means. And we've seen that, um, you know 
be impacted by the 24-7 Wall Street report that declared Erie the worst uh, city in America for African Americans. And, and we can, you know, we can sit here all day and try to pick apart the methodology and say, well, we're not the worst. Maybe we're only fourth worst. But we don't want to be anywhere near that. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, we've seen great initiatives like the People's Supper, um, yeah. you know, led by the city administration. And now the after effect of the People's Supper, the Better Together initiative. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to I'm sure we're going to see work happen on that and some projects unfold over the next couple of years. I know they're still in the preliminary uh, planning for that. And in full disclosure, I'm, I'm on the Better Together committee. So um, I know a little bit about that. Um, but we know that this is an important topic to Erie. So we're bringing in somebody to speak directly to that who does critical research on that. Another example is uh, the following night we have uh, Patricia Gliebert in, uh, who is here to talk about harmful algal blooms. Yeah. Um, you know, we we had produced an essay, uh, the Jefferson, um, on in, in the title I, I I still think is impactful called the lurking threat. I don't know that it's so lurking anymore. It's here. Yeah. It's happening. And we saw a 500 percent increase, you know, from this year to last year in terms of what's happening. And so uh, we were fortunate to find uh, Patricia Gliebert, who is um, with the University of Maryland's uh, Center for Environmental Sciences, and she researches harmful algal blooms on a global level, what they're doing in China. Um, but she looks at major watersheds here in the United States as well, um, the Chesapeake Bay region, uh, as well as uh, um, a couple of different regions in Florida. And so she's going to be able to speak about how other regions are, are dealing with that nationally, but then also, what does this look like globally? And then the following night, we've got somebody talking about international trade policy, but not just international trade policy in the Trump administration, but how that's impacting the Erie region. And so we try to find ways to take topics that are relevant on a global level, bring them here to Erie so that we can unpack that. And um, that's what I think really makes this successful is that, you know, some of the people you may ne- never have heard of before. So I'm, I'm not sure who has, you know, is familiar already with Camille Bousset and her research or who's familiar with Patricia Gliebert and her research or who's familiar with Kellyanne Shaw, who's the deputy assistant to President Donald Trump um, and is uh, uh, works in the um, National Economics Council, um, you know, but they're talking about things that are so impactful on a global level, global level. So, you know, Know, these are rock stars of mm. of their arenas, and, and they're so good at what they do, and they're so knowledgeable, and we stand to learn a lot from them. Uh, whether you agree or disagree with certain um, you know, certain politics, these are great ideas to be talking about here in Erie. Now, th- give us a little bit of insight base. We'll be about like a minute and a half before the break. Do you guys do, are you are you surveying uh, the former summit? Uh, Summit folks, you know, about topics. Are you, are you going on retreat with your significant others and saying, you know, let's 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 drill down on, you know, places, you know, what's our punch list for Summit 11? Yeah, so we hike deep into the woods. And we know I'm just. Uh, <laughs> you do a little drum line. We do a conga line, and we have a bonfire. Um, I think no, it's no. A mix, actually. We, we kind of <laughs> we look into what's um, what really is being in the media a lot in Erie, and then look into you know what's playing um, big on a national level. Um, and we go to conference. We meet other sure. speakers. Um, we read a lot. We, you know. Well, um, I mean, when you think about uh, just taking trade, for example, yeah. it's probably trade and automation that have had the biggest impact on our manufacturing base, right? And so, uh, and, and I'm sure you can dive into automation at some point, too, but or probably already have. But 
I mean, this is significant for the livelihood and the, and the vibrancy of our community. And, and so one of the things you just touched on, Joel, is, is we can explore a lot of these topics because keep in mind that Jefferson does more than 100 programs annually, um, you know, locally here, and now even even close to 200 with our satellite programming uh, programs being added to that. One of the programs that we just had in the fall term was AI and automation in the workforce. And we had Dr. Ken Louie from uh, Penn State Barron come in the um, Economic Research Institute of Erie. And so we're able to see the palatability of a conversation like that locally and seeing the excitement in the room and how people wanted to talk about that. We know that now that's something that we can really push for. So in in years to come, you're going to see us do more of that either during our regular term programming or we're going to find somebody who's a a nationwide expert, bring them in to hear from them to see how they stack up against the research that Ken Louie's doing here. We have with us uh, Ben Spiegan, the vice president, Angela Beaumont, the director of operations. And Angela, I don't think in my entire 57 years, other than when I was a kid and, you know, there were all kinds of pop songs about UFOs. Um, I don't think I've heard about UFOs more often than 2019. And you're doing a seminar on ex- extraterrestrial life. Yes, so we invited uh, Professor Avi Loeb to come to Erie on November 1st, um, 7.30. The event will be happening at Penn State Barrent on their campus. And uh, if you most people know, Penn State has a planetarium and an awesome telescope. So he's right there where the stargazing is happening in Erie. And we thought that would be a a cool location for him. What's what's remarkable is this is not some guy from some fringe organization. No, he's not. He's he's a professor (laughs) of the astronomy department at Harvard. I mean, uh, um, can you get any any uh, greater uh, uh, expert? Right. My niece is a physics major at at Penn State Barron, and she is so excited about about this event That's in particular. She works at the planetarium, too, so she's she's all fired up. Well, we need to mention that, then, if you're a student. So we do want to do the plug that um, a couple of years ago, uh, we made the commitment, and um, we're so happy to announce it, that all of our programming, Global Summit included, all of our programming is free to all Erie County students. So all that we ask you to do is proof of enrollment. So if you've got a student ID, you can show that. If you've got a student email address, you can show that. Uh, Just advanced registration, but it's free to all Erie County students. So whether or not uh, you're a graduate student, you're an undergraduate student, you're a high school or you're a middle schooler or a precocious third grader, all programming at the Jefferson, free to students. Wow. Yeah, you, I mean, pack the place out. That's pretty amazing. And then, uh, really, that, that second week is chock full. So you, you go, you start on Monday with Chuck Hagel. Talk about this. I mean, because we because we have the the, the most recent former uh, d- uh, Secretary of Defense who just came out with a big book, what Operation Chaos or whatever, right? Um, right. Call signal call chaos. Signal chaos. With, uh, uh, General Jim Mattis uh, out now, and so we have Chuck Hagel and and, and uh, you know Joel, you talked about you know how how do we do it you know in times and how do we figure out who to bring in and who we're thinking of and, and so obviously someone like uh, Chuck Hagel has been on our radar for a while. The um, you know Secretary of Defense and under the Obama administration in a two-term senator. Uh, from Nebraska. Um, you know, he's been somebody that we've been trying to get for a while, and you know, 
not not everyone's schedule happens to be free exactly when we're having the global summit. So sometimes you have to try again and again and again, and, and you plan for the future. And so it'll it'll be really interesting to bring somebody in to talk about uh, security in the 21st century. What does that mean for America? Um, you know, what does that mean now? And then what does it mean now to have a book out by by Jim Mattis, which which does not, uh, from my indication, I've not read it, but you know, it doesn't really um, you know give any secrets away of the Trump mm-hmm. administration. He's been rather uh, tight-lipped and closed-lipped about uh, you know his position of you know not speaking about a current sitting president, and that he wanted to honor that tradition, and that's something that the Chuck Hagel had done as well. So they have that in common uh, that he did not speak out uh, while President Obama was. Um, uh, in office. And the interesting note there is uh, we have news for that event. Uh, somebody else is going to be there. Angela, who else is going to be there the evening of Chuck Hagel? Yeah, we're honored to have um, former Governor Tom Ridge ah. um, being there at the event. He will do. He will lead the um, Q&A after um, Chuck Hagel's presentation. So that is a, a great honor. We're very happy about this um, new development. So um, I think they will just have a, a great time together. Do you, do you think that you, you'll they'll touch on defense and homeland uh, security as well, you think? I, I don't want to give any secrets away, but I, I would say I think it'd be hard not to. Yeah. Um, and, and this is really, you know, we are honored to have, um, you know, Governor Ridge, uh, the you know, first director of, of the Department of Homeland Security, um, you know, to Erie, you know, no stranger to Erie and Erie's son, one of Erie's favorite sons, favorite son, if not. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and we had him here for Global Summit 8. You know, we were able okay. to honor him uh, with the Thomas B. Hagen Dignitas Award, and we had him talk about, you know, really what the future looks like, um, you know, through his lens, what he's seen, what he's experienced, and so when we have an opportunity to bring someone back to participate, uh, we're just so so grateful that he said yes, that he's going to be here for this conversation. So we are very much looking forward to that on Monday, November fourth. And then you've got the rollicking Sean Spicer. I, I I'm pretty sure this is going to be. This could this could be uh, an up tempo event. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tango with you, Joel, and see what you're doing. Here. Well, um, well, I, I mean I mean he may be one of the more um, controversial uh, people on your roster, but really, again, he he was like we've been saying over and over and over again. He was a legitimate uh, operative for communications in Washington for decades before we all met him in the Trump administration. Right, right, right. So he was the um, director of communications for the um, uh, Republican National Committee, the RNC. And he's a, you know, he had had a storied career, uh, somebody who had been working his way up through um, party ranks and and really somebody who wanted to be press secretary. And um, so in the Trump administration, he had that opportunity. You know, I think that before he, you know, went out and addressed the crowd size in the inauguration, you know, few people in the zeitgeist knew of of Sean Spicer and then everyone knew of Sean Spicer afterwards. And, um, you know, he, he's been really great to work with. And, um, you know, when he sent uh, they sent some bio copy over, they even acknowledged in the bio of the Melissa McCarthy parody of him on Saturday Night Live. So he knows that, um, sure. you know, and he knows what, what that has wrought. Um, but he's, you know, he's got a fascinating book out where he does talk about his time in the administration. Uh, the briefing, uh, Politics, the Press, and the President is uh, the name of the book. And so, uh, we'll, you know, we'll have copies there. For, for certain events, we, we, you know, we have copies of books available, and uh, folks have agreed to do a book signing afterwards. He's one of them. And then certainly, uh, you know, I think our play-in leading into that is it's hard not to acknowledge right now that, uh, you know, he is a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. And uh, so I think he's still on it. Um, but, you know, when you said up-tempo and I said tango, and I, um, you know, I, th- I think he's... <laughs> 
I don't watch a lot of TV, so no, I can't say whether yeah. or not he's, uh, he's still that's on. That's not one that's on my list, so he is, in my DVR. Uh, it's, it's really brought him back into the limelight, sure. uh, and people are familiar with him. But one of the things that um, you know we think is important to do is to take a look at um, politics from as many sides as possible. And so um, you know, as we begin to see some fracturing in, in the more traditional thoughts of what you know Republican conservative conservatism means and uh, liberal uh, democratic thinking means you know we want to make sure we're covering that from as many angles as possible and mm-hmm. so you know here's somebody who can speak to the inner workings of the Trump administration and you'll see that we're following that up with you know somebody we've already mentioned who's been critical of the Trump administration and George right. will yeah. so you have two conservatives who are you know had been are well regarded in their own realms and how they, they've they've navigated that and so we really look to deepen that conversation so people see it from both sides and, and that's something that you know we'll be doing in, in years to come Yale ballroom how much bigger is it than your uh, your uh, main uh, hall at the Jefferson you get about a hundred hundred fifty more okay that, that space it, so it, you okay. know it's, it's more accommodating um, and then the then what are you setting up the the hammer mill for over a thousand or I, I imagine we're right around that number. That's the great thing about being there is you've got uh, tremendous floor seating, um, you know, where you can really get uh, you can pack quite a bit of chairs on there. And they, you know, they, they were we were there last year for the first time. And, and I've got to say, um, you know, kudos to, to Gannon for, um, you know, really arranging that. And it was really, you know, comfortable seating there. And you've got the bleacher seating as sure. well to, to spill over. So, you know, we're going to try to, you know, funnel as many people as we can onto the floor. I You know, personally, I think that's the best view is you, you're sitting on the floor comfortable chairs you get to see that and then um you know you're able to really maximize the bleachers you know going forward from that um it's pretty remarkable to to fill an arena with uh with a a guy like george will i mean i mean this uh this is a lecture this is a this is a uh, even tempered uh, individual but again brilliant uh, of course, he'll put his baseball quips in there. I'm sure, <laughs> right? Uh, and that is on. That's that's the big night. That's uh, one of the big nights, anyway. Thursday, November seventh, coming right up there. Right. So we did the one day that we skipped over was uh, Tuesday, November fifth, and and we did that intentionally that yeah. we don't have an event then. So that is um, uh, that's election day. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, I know it's a municipal election, not often as um, you know attractive as you know uh, higher seated races um, for folks, but you know when it Encourage people to go out and uh, uh, practice their democracy and cast their ballots. So we are That's skipping sure. over that. So yeah. So uh, on Wednesday, November sixth, we've got Sean Spicer, and then on Thursday, November seventh, we've got George Will. All right, and, and you're not stopping on because uh, uh, as you start the third week there, Monday the eleventh is is when you really focus on the campaign, and uh, uh, you bring Steve Scully, our uh, Erie. Uh, uh, another eerie favorite son, and he's bringing three reporters with him. Yes, so um, on Monday, um, November 11th, oh my gosh, that's like the third week of the programming. Mm-hmm. Again, 7.30 uh, p.m., uh, again at Gannon University at the, uh, in the beautiful Yale Ballroom uh, in the Waldron Campus Center downtown. We have a program lined up um, titled Campaign 2020. Trump, Democrats, and Road to the White House. And um, we um, have had, had some previous program like that in the past where we um, invited um, journalists um, and kind of like put them in a panel environment um, and moderated, as you said, by Steve Scully. So one of them is um, 
Mary Catherine Ham. She's a journalist, author, and a noted speaker. Um, her experience dates back to um, being a CNN political commenta- commentator. Um, she also has um, written a book, or she has written for USA Today, The Weekly Standard, and um, she also appears on NPR's All Things Considered. So I'm very excited to see her. Karen Tumulty, um, she's a very well-known columnist for the Washington Post. Um, she's received the Tona Prize for Excellence in Political Reporting, and um, I'm sure she has some um, excellent thoughts about the upcoming campaign next year. Alexi McCammond is the youngest um, of the three. She's a political reporter who covered the 2018 midterms for Axios. Um, she also reported from from the Democratic National Convention um, the, uh, on the presidential debates and um, on President Trump's inauguration. So um, three very different uh, um, professionals in the field. Um, very excited to have them together and um, give us their view and their you know estimation estimates on how the next year is going to go. I would think it would be pretty much real-time kind of uh, conversations because it's changing so much so quickly. We're going to uh, we're going to uh, kick it into for- fourth gear here. Uh, Michael Smirkanish, American Life in Columns again another event at the Yale Ballroom. Um, uh, Michael's from Philly. Yeah. Yeah, so he's a Pennsylvania native um, and, and- and honestly, if you had to ask me, you know, it's like asking me to pick a favorite kid, even though I don't have kids, you know, say, which one do I, which one am I most excited about? But I really like Michael Smirkanish mm-hmm. personally. Um, you know, I listen to his show uh, almost daily uh, at my office at the Jefferson. Um, so he's on Sirius XM uh, mm-hmm. and he talks about, um, you know, he, his, his show is funny because it's stuck in the, see, it's it's called Stuck in the Middle with You after the old Steelers Wheels song. Um, yeah. You know, and that's actually the subtitle of his book, Clowns to the Left of Me, Jokers to the Right here. I am stuck in the middle with you. So he, he really does bill himself as somebody in the middle. And, you know, he had been a uh, conservative guy for quite some time and then, um, you know, penned a 2000 word essay for Salon, um, you know, declaring that he, he would vote for Barack Obama and that he had left the party then and really identifies himself, you know, rather neutrally in the middle and really unpacks issues on his show. So, you know, fascinating guy. Uh, great book that's out in the American Life and Columns where he revisits a hundred of his columns that he's written for the uh, Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, and he, he really talks about how his worldviews have changed over time. So he'll talk about a, a column he wrote 20 years ago and say, well, I still agree with it. In principle, I wouldn't argue it this way, or I totally don't agree with what I what my 30-year-old self thought mm. then. Wow. Here's how I've changed. Um, so it's a really fascinating book. Looking forward to that one. Um, you know, He's a lawyer by trade. So he used to be a lawyer who uh, you know hosted a radio show and then you know basically became famous enough that he was a radio talk show host who happened to also be a lawyer. You know? right. yeah. <laughs> and he's also on CNN uh, for those uh, that catch him on uh, Saturdays at uh, 9 a.m. And uh, the fun thing for us, though, is he really pumps up the shows when he's going to a place to talk about them. And he okay. starts, starts talking about issues that are happening in those regions. So I've already heard him a couple of times now mention Erie, Pennsylvania, wow. and, and that he's excited to be here. So we're excited to have him. You know, Lincoln has been in the news for some reason, and I don't understand it. I have to dig in, and we don't have time to for us to dig in today. But you're bringing Lincoln uh, to the Global Summit. 
well, not personally, but <laughs> right. Uh, but Edna Edna Green Medford is coming um, on November thirteenth on the Wednesday um, to the Jefferson. We're um, switching back to our home turf with her. Um, she's talking. Um, uh, she's a uh, historian from the uh, from Howard University in Washington D.C. and um, she specializes uh, foremostly in in the in the history on President Abraham Lincoln. So she will. Um, uh, I think what her uh, direction is 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 she brings a an interpretation on um, what does. In, in his time, President Abraham, Abraham Lincoln um, and the African-American history together mm-hmm. yeah. in, in, in highlighting what happened with the proclamation of emancipation and what would maybe uh, President Lincoln uh, say if he lived 300 years and would see what's going on today. Sure, sure. I, yeah, I think I think the the essence of the controversy these days is that it, you know everybody wants to make him uh, you know uh, uh, make him more black and white than he was. He was very much of uh, living in the grays and living you know because his total goal was the union the re, you know the the reestablishment of the union and and he was willing to compromise but in the end he did the right thing so uh, we got to keep moving susan page is coming talking about barbara bush susan page is, again is a one of those faces you see on the tv shows all the time Right, and she uh, she was just on Angela was the one that, that caught it. Uh, she was just on Face the uh, Face the Nation, uh, the Nation last week or the week before. Um, but she's a contributor to USA Today, but uh, most notably right now uh, in 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 uh, in the media because of her book Matriarch, uh, Barbara Bush and the Making of an American Dynasty, uh, where she worked with um, uh, worked with Miss Bush and Mrs. Bush, um, and uh, uh, to write the biography as 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 she was nearing the end of her life. You know, as as sad as that was for uh, we lost Barbara Bush there as this book was coming out. So this is a a testament to her impact as a first lady and then really uh, her impact as a first mother. And, you know, the only the second time in our history that we've seen a father son duo uh, hold the office of president. And uh, so it's an interesting uh, time to be able to talk about that as we gain some space between us and uh, both George H.W. Bush and George W. Bush. And we can reevaluate their impacts on history and uh, and Barbara Bush's impact on history. Definitely. You're closing out the summit with an evening with Eleanor Smeal, another Erie native. Yeah, um, Eleanor Smeal, um, she is the leading figure of the American feminist movement, and she's returning to Erie. Um, she was born in Ashtabula and grew up in Erie. Uh, she's a graduate from um, Strong Vincent High School um, in 57. So we are very honored, very happy that she agreed to come to um, uh, speak on her um, achievements on the uh, women's rights movement in the United States. And um, as we have done in the past couple of years, this is also um, the occasion when the um, Thomas B. Hagen Dignitas Award will be uh, given to um, the Speaker of the Year, and that is Eleanor Smeal.
And what we want to wow. do with that, Joel, is is really be able to highlight the accomplishments of folks who have an Erie connection and uh, their impact, uh, not just here, but but you know farther out. And for a, a three-term president of the National Organization of Women, uh, all that she's done, um, you know, with various foundations she's worked with, uh, certainly deserving of that. We're really excited to honor her and close out the summit in celebration of uh, what she's done for Erie and uh, and beyond. We're talking to our friends from the Jefferson Educational Society. Welcome back. We're here uh, live with our friends Ben Spiegan, Angela Beaumont from the Jefferson Educational Society. They've been gearing up all year for Global Summit 11. It starts uh, Monday the 28th, continues through Friday, November 15th. And we can still save on tickets, folks. How? Do, what's the best way to do this? Well, the best way, the best way is to actually um, go online, uh, org or call us at 814-459-8000. Um, uh, most of the programs are, or all of the programs are available online. All the information is available online. We send out a whole ton of, um, of our brochures. So pick your uh, favorite Global Summit events or pick all of them. Uh, if you uh, choose individual Individual ones, you can um, buy a ticket this week for the early bird prices of $25. Um, next week, um, it's going to go slightly up to $35. Um, you can buy. And these sold out. I remember trying to get into they one last out. year, yep. Yep. Uh, like a week or two before, and I could not buy a ticket. Yeah, we right. had eight of, the, eight of the 12 last year sold out. Yeah. So thankfully for some of the bigger uh, bigger events, we were able to move. One of them we had to move from the Jefferson. We were able to move it on wow. short notice down to Collegiate Academy. So, you know, okay. big thanks to Collegiate Academy for that. Uh, but, yeah, get them early. Get them early. Get them early. All right. And, yeah, as, and the sponsors make it happen, right? Yeah. I want to give a big shout out to all of the sponsors uh, for the Global Summit. We're so thankful to have them. Uh, our Platinum sponsors, uh, Lecom Health and Erie Insurance and um, uh, Tom Hagen with the Thomas B. Hagen Dignitas Award. Uh, Beginning University, Erie News Now, Brock Institute, VNet, Ecker. PNC, uh, mm-hmm. Penn State Baron, uh, Sneaky Pete's, uh, Your Erie, Jet 24, Fox 66, so on and so on. And so many people make this happen. And, and the great thing, we just went over the prices for the tickets, and uh, we would not be able to keep the prices that low if it were not for the sponsors. So a big thanks to all of them, uh, because we've been able to keep the ticket prices the same as day one. You can see these events for $25 per event, or you can come see all of them, all 12 events for 150 bucks. So it's quite a deal we think, but it would not be possible without our entire team working tirelessly on that. Uh, It's been awesome working with Angela to do all of this, but so many more people that we work with uh, make this happen, so a big shout out to them. Yeah, thank you, um, of course, for Vice President Fergie Ferrati. Um, and then we have Pat Cunio takes care of our publications. Morgan Adams is our um, membership coordinator. You can call her if you want to become a member. Um, then he- um, Heather Zuber will uh, do all the ticketing. Um, yeah, Brad Vol- you have volunteers all over the place too, right? Yeah, we've As got, ushers and, you know. Got a ton of volunteers. Uh, Brad Triana, our buildings manager, makes sure everything's up to code and mm-hmm. uh, going well there. Uh, big thanks to our bookkeeper for keeping everything in, in track for us because we've got a lot going on. Uh, Dia Woodward for that. You've been listening to The Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at talkerie.com.